0: Central.com. and another person who's real who we love talking to is george meanie and he is here he is live he is in his studio at home which is looking fresher than ever how's it george
1: Hey Gareth, I uh, uh, you, you know I was I was I was enjoying the conversation with Jack Parro so much that uh, I said to him, "Oh sure, but I, I want know, to, uh, click on the joint studio link."
0: I was looking at <laughs> uh, at the time and thinking, "What is George gonna ignore us today? Is he busy?" <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to join us. So I just kept talking to
1: him. Anyways, watching. Thinking, He's great. Uh, you know, thinking I'm, I'm in the studio, but I'm actually not. So you have to click yeah. on your link, and no, uh, there we uh, go. go. But I'm here. I'm here. uh, I actually saw Jack Jack Parrow in uh, the Guns N' Roses. I think he opened uh, for the Guns N' Roses concert in South Africa a couple of years ago.
0: Amazing. He's such a good guy. Um, And and what a performer, hey? That energy is just next level. He's fantastic at it.
1: So, uh, I mean, I don't mean to bring the the mood down, Mm -hmm. but uh, I suppose it's a little bit of a positive. I don't know if you've read that the government is proposing – a a price cap for 93 uh, petrol or 93 octane petrol.
0: Now, I'm really glad you brought this up because you're the only person who'll be able to explain it to us. So what does this actually mean for the consumer? What does it mean for you? What does it mean for me? If we have a car that we prefer to put 93 into, what does it mean?
1: so um so the 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 cap so first let me tell you that the government sat on this thing for about three or four weeks because the actual letter from the minister was dated um in uh, the the end of june-ish and it's only gone into the gazette now in the last couple of days so so they sat on it for about a month um which is you know why don't know why can't we move faster with these things Mm -hmm. um that's the first thing second thing is Um, It's going to potentially bring relief because what a price cap means is that there's no price regulation. That's the difference. At the moment, the government sets the price. They say you will sell petrol for 25 rand or 24 rand a liter, um, and that can't vary except for maybe an inland versus the coast.
0: Which is kind of crazy because what other products in the world do we let government decide the value of? It shouldn't really be up to them. You know you should be able to get petrol cheaper at some places and other places can charge more because they they have more traffic maybe
1: well I mean i think I think when it comes to most products in the world uh, it should the market should drive the price right. I mean, d- general economics tells you that demand and supply drives yeah. the price yeah. and only if you get into a monopol- monopolistic situation so Mm -hmm. if there's only one business that sets the price then government should step in because you could have you know uh uh, uh, overpricing or um price price gouging and
0: all that stuff i i agree i just think like (laughs) this is not a a government we would trust with very much considering how badly they've managed so many other things so i'm i'm starting to look at everything they do and going well why are they the ones who are deciding on this. So, all right, with 93 being capped, does that mean that is the upper limit for how much it's going to cost?
1: Yes, it does mean it's the upper limit. But I, I th- there's, a, there's another um, thing at play, and that is because they're setting a cap, it means that there's no low point. So that's the a- actual objective. Hmm. So you can discount the, the the price of petrol as much as you like as a as a fuel retailer. Okay. And um, so that's effectively what a cap means. It's good. don't focus on the cap. Focus on well, you don't have to, you know, put the price up to that cap. Right. Um, it just means there's a cap. All right. Um, so fuel retailers only make, and I think in lies the rub. Mm-hmm. Only make two rand twenty eight per liter. Yeah,
0: you know, and that's a small margin if you consider. Like how difficult it is to run a fuel station. You have to be open 24 hours a day. You've got to employ people. Security's an issue. People don't pay. They drive off after filling their cars. You have to open a shop so you can make ends meet. It's tough to run a fuel station. That's why I found it really stupid and ridiculous that Joe Biden the other day was like blaming the fuel prices on the petrol stations, the, the individual gas station owners in America. I was like, what the hell's wrong with you, old man? You really have lost your mind. They don't make that much money. It's not-
1: no, 2.28 on, you know, 2.50, 2.60 a litre, depending on which octane and, and region you're in. Right. Um, so 2.28 per litre, which is under 10% margin. Mm-hmm. You have to pump hundreds of thousands of litres in order to really cover the costs of that filling station. So sure. what is the effect or so the net effect of this? Yes, some retailers might, that pump high volumes might just discount it down to uh, fuel, uh, down to almost zero margin. And, right. and the reason they might do that is, uh, is because the shop makes a lot more margin than the fuel does. Right. And all dealers have shops, right? Okay. Uh, you know, when you're missing bread at uh, 10 o'clock at night and, sure. you, and you need to go and have a sandwich, um, so uh, you go down to the filling. In
0: stage. the end, this might be very good news for consumers. It might, it might result in a couple of savings here and there.
1: It might, but there's a bigger problem and that it might also translate into job losses because can you imagine now if you say, all right, I'm going to make no money on fuel, mm. so I'm going to discount the whole two hundred and twenty-eight in order to get you into my shop, but I'm also not going to have petrol attendants. You're going to have to fill up your car yourself.
0: Mm. I just don't know if South Africans are like responsible enough. We'll probably spill petrol all over the floor and then light it and catch fire and blow likely. the whole place up. So I don't know if they want that to
1: happen. No, I, I mean, I, I agree with that. But, but it's, it's quite possible that r- fuel retailers could get creative um, yeah, in sure. order to reduce the, you know, right. the, the fuel. So that's, um, you know, good thing in some ways. I think good thing in most ways that there's no regulation. Like you pointed out earlier on, it's good um, to know. there could be some downsides, but at the end of the day, it's not going to halve your petrol bill. It's not going to come down to eleven euro a litre again.
0: George, you're the only one who we can take uh, seriously on these uh, these subjects. We'd never know with other people might be bullshitting us. What else have you got?
1: Exactly. So uh, um, a couple of other light-hearted things. Um, the one is: um, Did you know that in America there is a secret card? that um you can be a member of uh, or an organization you can be a member of mm-hmm. that gets you out of uh, law-breaking activity so listen to this what it's called a pba courtesy card fully legal right pba courtesy card it stands for Pen- police benevolent association nearly every police officer carries one of these cards in the United States Hmm. and typically the card follows with the words the bearer of this card is a supporter of the PBA and you should try to extend every courtesy possible it doesn't mean that you're going to get out of what you've just got yourself into but what happens is the police officer comes to your car and says license and registration please, I mean you've seen that in the movies that's real And, uh, and what the person holding the PBA card does is he pulls out his license and registration card and with it the PBA card and he hands it to the police officer sounds good so there's no words exchanged um and the police officer knows that this individual is part of the pba organization which he is also a part of
0: i i like this but we already have that in this country it's like if you know a politician it's the same thing right
1: or if you have a couple of blue notes. Um, oh, uh, yes, that's hand true. Yes, good point.
0: Mm, correct. Mm-hmm. Not that we're endorsing that kind of behavior, George. You and I are very careful not to uh, be associated with that sort of thing. Absolutely but, uh, yes, it, it right. does happen. We've got to be realistic about it. Sure.
1: Yes, you have to be realistic about it. It does uh, It does happen. And then very, very lastly, um, what do you do if you need to pee while driving, Gareth? Have you ever needed to pee so badly?
0: Well, i mean luckily you know usually you're in town so you can always pull into a petrol station and use their toilets or maybe you um you know you're on a on a distant rural road you just pull over to the side of the road and you can uh, you could pee there if you have to you just hope that not too many cars drive past you and hoot at you but yeah i mean it happens no, i've seen people i've seen I've people seen... just peeing on the side of the highway in town so it's easy for a guy well, I mean, it's weird. much much more much, much difficult for a woman
1: Welcome to South Africa. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I think the, the, one, of the, one of the things that you shouldn't do yeah. is let your assets be exposed when you're peeing. I see so much of that. It's so disrespectful to everybody else. <laughs> it's yeah. the most irritating thing for me. Um, but a couple of other things you can do. Um, I've got some uh, uh, lighthearted ones and then I've got a serious one. The one is uh, uh, wear an adult diaper. Oh my god a no. Not <laughs> a chance.
0: I'd rather I would rather be humiliated <laughs> publicly and have everybody hooting at me and stopping and you know giving me hand signals and all kinds of things than pee in an adult diaper. I think that's so demeaning and undignified
1: i absolutely agree no. uh, the other is you can pee in a ziploc bag um oh, apparently no. a very large ziploc bag it's <laughs> wow. quite effective Dude, I, I,
0: holding all pee. right i'm i'm, t- I'm going to try and take this seriously what else
1: okay and then the very serious uh very serious one if you really really um uh i, I keep one of these in my airplane okay uh-huh. because when you're in the sky uh, and there's nowhere to go. I've never used it. Okay. Um, but when you're in the sky and there's nowhere to go, you've uh, you, 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 you got to go, you've got to go. Sure. Um, there is a product online in South Africa called Got2We. So the word got, the number two, and W-E-E, the, the word we. Right. Got2We, go Google it, I promise you, it is a real thing.
0: Okay, and what does it what does it look like? How does it work?
1: Well, it's like a little, um, almost like a pad, and I, it's got an absorbent material, like a nappy, and uh, <laughs> and all you do is uh, you you put this over your your uh, you know your pee area, and uh, and you pee into P it, area. and it, and it sucks all of the um, all of the pee into the got to we device. <laughs>
0: you hope so. You hope so. You hope you don't have spillage. <laughs> All right. Well, you've taught me something, George. I didn't know about these things. So every day is a learning day on this show, and especially on Fridays when we have That'd you say. on. All right. Thank you very much, George Meany. That is all we've got time for this morning. Cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.